Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about... Well, first of all, this is Chris Wright with Point Counterpoint from the University of St. Thomas Campus Radio. And now I'm going to talk about... uh, Well, hold on. I'm back, boomers. (laughs) Now I'm going to talk about something very interesting. So, the, the topic that I want to start out with is something that maybe many people, while they may be aware of it, they don't consciously think about it. And the topic is, our world is much better off today than it ever has been in the history of the world. In the million years of human existence, I think that's that's about how long it is. Oh, I know, I know what. Here we go. And to help explain this, I'll try to find a video that isn't too long. Because there is, there are a number of videos on this, but they're like 18 minutes. So maybe I'll just play a few minutes of it. Steven Pinker. I'll turn that down a little bit. Many people face the news each morning with trepidation and dread. Every day we read of shootings, inequality, pollution, dictatorship, war, and the spread of nuclear weapons. These are some of the reasons that 2016 was called the worst year ever. Until 2017 claimed that record, (laughs) and left many people longing for earlier decades when the world seemed safer, cleaner, and more equal. Not true. But is this a sensible way to understand the human condition in the 21st century? As Franklin Pierce Adams pointed out... He's a cognitive scientist from Harvard. Well, he's a psychologist, but he considers himself a cognitive scientist because whenever he tells himself, tells people he's a psychologist, they always think he's like a therapist. Nothing is more responsible for the good old days than a bad memory. <laughs> you can always fool yourself into seeing a decline if you compare bleeding headlines of the present with rose-tinted images of the past. What does the trajectory of the world look like when we measure well-being over time using a constant yardstick. Let's compare the most recent data on the present with the same measures 30 years ago. Last year, Americans killed each other at a rate of 5.3 per 100,000, had 7% of their citizens in poverty, and emitted 21 million tons of particulate matter and 4 million tons of sulfur dioxide. But 30 years ago, the homicide rate was 8.5 per 100,000, poverty rate was 12%, and we emitted 35 million tons of particulate matter and 20 million tons of sulfur dioxide. What about the world as a whole? Last year, the world had 12 ongoing wars, 60 autocracies, 10% of the world population in extreme poverty, and more than 10,000 nuclear weapons. But 30 years ago, there were 23 wars, 85 autocracies, 37% of the world population in extreme poverty, and more than 60,000 nuclear weapons. True, last year was a terrible year for terrorism in Western Europe, with 238 deaths. But 1988 was worse, with 440 deaths. What's going on? Was 1988 a particularly bad year? Or are these improvements a sign that the world, for all its troubles, gets better over time? 
Might we even invoke the admittedly old-fashioned notion of progress? To do so is to court a certain amount of derision, because I have found that intellectuals hate progress. <laughs> and intellectuals who call themselves progressive really hate progress. <laughs> Now, it's not that they hate the fruits of progress, mind you. Most uh, academics and pundits would rather have their surgery with anesthesia than without it. It's the idea of progress that rankles the shattering class. If you believe that humans can improve their lot, I have been told, that means that you have a blind faith and a quasi-religious belief in the outmoded superstition and the false promise of the myth of the onward march of inexorable progress. You are a cheerleader for vulgar American can-doism with the rah-rah spirit of boardroom ideology, Silicon Valley, and the Chamber of Commerce. You are a practitioner of Whig history, a naive optimist, a Pollyanna, and of course, a Pangloss, alluding to the Voltaire character who declared, all is for the best in the best of all possible worlds. Well, Professor Pangloss, as it happens, was a pessimist. A true optimist believes there could be much better worlds than the one we have. All right, so I'm not going to explain let you watch all 18 minutes of this video if you want to watch that then you can go check out the ted talk that steven pinker gave actually this is back from 2018 but it's very good i highly recommend it but the i'll just put in my two cents here I'll stand up on my soapbox If you look to the past, there used to be much higher infant mortality, wars constantly. It wouldn't be unusual to die in your 30s or 40s. I believe the average death, average age of death, was in your 20s, and many people would die in their 40s. That would be pretty old. 50s, and if you got into your 80s, you'd be ancient. You'd be Methuselah agent. ancient. Just look at the story of Clovis I, one of the, basically the first ever king of France, essentially. He was a Merovingian. That was his ruling, his family. Yes, he essentially united the Frankish tribes. Well, he, he was the first king of the Franks to unite all the Frankish tribes under one ruler, changing the form of the leadership from a group of royal chieftains to a rule by a single king, and ensuring that the kingship was passed down to his heirs. As I said, he was a Merovi part of the Merovingian dynasty, born in Tournay, Belgium, died in Paris, France. A long time ago. He was born in about the fi year 509. Died November 27th, 511. Actually, that's coming up. Um, yeah. Next Wednesday, which will be a episode, probably, will be the anniversary of his death. But anyway, after he died, he was divided amongst his sons, Clotaire the first, Childebert, Clotaire the first of Soissons, Childebert of Paris, Clodomer of Orléans, and Thuderic of Reims. They fought, they killed each other, and their mother wept over her sons fighting each other. War was just constantly occurring throughout the world. If you look to the past, you'll see the subjugation of many different peoples, such as 
the genocide of Native Americans and not honoring contracts that we wrote with them. The contracts weren't even fair in the first place. The enslavement of different peoples, including West Africans. The rape of Nanking. And many other. Oh, um, the Rwandan genocide. The Armenian genocide. The Holocaust. Some of, some of these are more recent than other ones that I mentioned. But if you look, compare things to now, name some bad countries that we don't like. North Korea, China, Russia, Venezuela. <laughs> Cuba, sort of. We're kind of cool with them. Sort of. We, we kind of trade with them. But things are better than they were. At least we're not in any kind of hot war with them. No one, no old men are sending off younger men to die for them in wars. We're not nuking anyone. We have vaccinations that have saved millions of lives. We have antibiotics. Um, and even though we still haven't quite gotten our grip on curing cancer, we have saved lives from cancer, especially certain types of it. But yet, we're so ungrateful. And I'm going to show you a little example of that with another video here. But I, I don't want to get to that quite yet. And then to get out of the death stuff. But we have amazing technology. We have supercomputers in our pockets. It used to be when Alan Turing invented the first computer. It took up an entire room. And it still wasn't able to do a fraction of what our phones can do. We're literally connected to anyone in the world that has another one of these. We, we're starting to get self-driving cars. That's still, that's still in, in its infant stages. There's a lot of kinks to work out with that. We literally have a virtual currency. We can connect with people of similar backgrounds and beliefs online, which in some cases can 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 lead to extremism. We send rockets out into space. We we've landed on the moon. Eventually we'll be settling Mars. We've left the galaxy. We've left the solar system, not the galaxy. With, exp with Explorer 1. Wait, what was it? Voyager. No, it was, it was Voyager. Yes, Voyager 1 left the left solar system. On it, we had some keys to our cells. We, we had a map that showed where we are in the universe. We have the anatomy of the human person in there. We were playing Johnny B. Good, as well as some uh, some classical song. I don't remember which one it is. It's a it's a it's a vi it's a golden vinyl. It's a 
that's a golden 45. But we're miserable. I think it's time to play. It's amazing how different shit is. This is Louis C.K. Now, and it hasn't been this way for a long time. It's been a very short time. Everybody has a phone in their pocket. It didn't used to be you had a phone. Just a few years ago, nobody had their phone. It was just the phone. <laughs> it was this thing, the phone, that was in a room in your house. And then you had to dial this fucking thing. There was a rotor, and you had to turn and go... You actually hated people with zeros in their numbers because they made you do, oh, this guy's got a zero and a nine. How badly do I want to talk to that piece of shit? That's too much work. Now we have this, which is amazing. We have these phones that you can call in an airstrike. You can look at the top of your own head. It's amazing, this shit, and it's wasted on the shittiest generation of piece of shit assholes that ever fucking lived. I swear to God, we are. Okay, boomer. So far. Because we have this beautiful thing and we hate it. We're just fucking. I don't never saw a person going, look at what my phone can do. Nobody does that. They all go, this fucking thing sucks. I can't get it to think. Give it a second, would you? Could you give it a second? It's going to space. Can you give it a second to get back? from space? Is the speed of light too slow for you, you non-contributing product sponge cunt? Can you just wait? Can you just take a little breath? Just wait for that picture of Axl Rose to get on your phone. Like, it even fucking mattered what you were doing. Like, it was even important. We're all just so mad. I hate my phone sucks. No, it doesn't! It's amazing! The shittiest cell phone in the world is a miracle! Your life sucks around the phone. Why are you so mad at it? People say the craziest shit. I, I hate Verizon. What are you talking about? How can that feeling exist? I hate Verizon. Why? Did they fire you and take away your pension? No! Just a couple of times it was weird for a second. <laughs> mm. Hate them. Hate Verizon. Well, make your own then. <laughs> you go make one. Make your own network. Get some hubcaps and climb some trees. <laughs> See how close yours is to perfect. Why would it be perfect? Really, it's as good as it is. Why do we expect it to be fucking perfect all the fucking time? We're not contributing. We're not helping it be perfect. We don't even know what, what is involved. Do you have any idea what is involved in taking your thing that you said that nobody needs to ever hear ever? <laughs> when, when you go, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> and a little invisible magic angel takes it. Damn it. How, when did you send me that text? If I sent it to you a month ago, it's amazing. Whenever it gets to you, it's amazing. Whenever it gets to you in your chosen fucking font, it's incredible. I don't know, I'm not that old, I'm 41, but I'm still amazed at the shit in my life. I'm amazed at the shit in the world. I was on a plane once. Like a New thought, maybe it's a good thing that we take things for granted because it inspires us to want to achieve greater things that we will eventually take for granted later on let's go about a month ago and they had high-speed wireless internet on the plane and they had never done that before they explained to us that we were like one of the first aircraft and I opened up my my laptop and I'm online I'm looking at YouTube and shit while we're flying and then it broke down and the woman says, I'm sorry, but we have to fix the internet so it's down for the rest of the flight. The guy next to me goes, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, dude, how does the world owe you something you didn't even know existed 30 seconds ago? <laughs> People 
planes are the worst. People on planes, they complain. They get off the plane, they come to your house, and they tell you about their whole flight experience. <laughs> and they make it sound like it was fucking a, a cattle car in Poland in the 40s. They just make it, that was the worst day of my life. I had to sit on the runway for 40 minutes. That's a story in this country. That's a fucking hardship. <laughs> that you had to sit on the runway. People will listen to that story. They'll stop doing the dishes and turn around and go, oh my God, really, for 40 minutes? That's awful. You should sue them. <laughs> I had to sit on the runway for 40 minutes. Oh my God, really? What happened then? Did you fly through the air like a bird? Incredibly? Did you soar into the clouds impossibly? Did you partake in the miracle of human flight? And then land softly on giant tires that you couldn't even conceive how they fucking put air in them? <laughs> how dare you? Bitching about flying! I had to pay for my sandwich. You're flying! <laughs> You're sitting in a chair in the sky! You're like a Greek myth right now. <laughs> but it doesn't go back very far, and I sort of squishing my knees. <laughs> the Wright brothers would kick us all right in the cunt if they knew. <laughs> if, if you could go back in time to Orville Wright and go, hey, dude, I had to sit on the runway for 40 minutes. And he'd be like, oh shit, well, let's not even bother them. <laughs> hey, Wendell, shut it down. They make you wait for a bit. Wilbur. That hardly seems worth it. There's always delays. That's what everybody complains about. There's always delays when I fly. Really? Delays. It's too slow. Air travel's too slow. New York to California in six hours. That used to take 30 years. <laughs> to do that, and a bunch of you would die on the way there. You get shot in the neck with an arrow, and you go and fall down. And the other passengers would just bury you and put a stick there with your hat on it and keep walking. And one of them would fuck your wife and have three babies. And all the old people would die. You'd be a whole different group of people by the time you got to California. Now you watch an Adam Sandler movie and you take a big runny dump and you're there. That's not nice to Adam Sandler. I was, uh, I was flying about a week ago and uh, I was in the airport and I saw this really old man and he's on, he's on a wheelchair. I can fucking hear that shit, so back Okay. Fuck off. I can hear it in your head. All right. All right, so... Point has been made that life is better than it was before. We can fly like Superman. We can communicate wirelessly. We can genetically engineer embryos using PGT screening. Pre-implantation pre genetic screening or pre-implantation genetic testing I should say we can literally take skin cells or blood cells or whatever turn those back into into stem cells, which can then be turned into sperm and eggs from any cell of your body. Life is amazing. It's 420 again. So tip your hats and light up a fatty full of love and fellowship.
<laughs> All right. I know what to do. Spending <laughs> in the dark of Southampton. Trying to get to Holland or France The man in the Mac said You've gotta go back You know they didn't even give us a chance Christ, you know it ain't easy You know how hard it can be The way things are going They're gonna crucify me Finally made the plane into Paris Honeymoon and down by the same Peter Brown called to say, you can make it okay. You can't get married in Gibraltar in spring. Christ, you know it ain't easy. You know how hard it can be. The way things are going, they're going to crucify me. Drove from Paris to Amsterdam, Hilton. Talking in our beds for a week. The newspaper said, say what you're doing in bed. I said, we're only trying to get us some peace. Christ, you know it ain't easy. You know how hard it can be. The way things are going, they're going to crucify me. Saving up your money for a rainy day. Giving all your clothes to charity. Last night. Last night the wife said, oh boy, when you're dead, you don't take nothing with you but your soul. Think. He let me trip to Vienna, eating chocolate cake in a bag. The newspaper said, she's gone to his head. They look just like two gurus in drag. Christ, you know it ain't easy. You know how hard it can be. The way things are going. They're going to crucify me. Caught the early plane back to London. 58 coast tied in a sack. The men from the press say, we wish you success. It's good to have the both of you back. Christ, you know it ain't easy. You know how hard it can be. The way things are going. They're going to crucify me. The way things are going, they're going to crucify me. All right. Not again, series again. I had to interrupt my chat. But as Louis C.K. said, Took you years and years to get to California way. Where eventually, where many of you would die. You'd die, they'd bury in the ground, put a fucking stick in there for you, hang up your hat, and go on. And then he bangs your wife. But it was okay because you're dead. I mean, come on, what are you? What was a guy supposed to do? She might be she might be beautiful. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Alright. I think I exhausted that topic out. I could go on and name list more ways, but I don't think I will. Maybe if there's more time I'll watch a little more of the Steven Pinker. Say heaven, here's the thing Trade your legs for angels' wings Once we've all said goodbye 
take a run and maybe learn to fly. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. Miss you in the saddest fashion. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. Your five thousand candles in the wind Though we all miss you every day We know you're up there eating heaven's hay Here's the part that hurts the most Humans cannot ride a ghost Bye-bye, Sebastian Miss you in the saddest fashion Bye-bye, Sebastian Your five thousand candles in the wind Everybody's singing now. Bye, bye, Sebastian. Miss you in the saddest fashion. Bye, Sebastian. Your five thousand candles in the wind. Someday we'll saddle up again No one always miss my horsiest friend Spread your wings and fly Spread your wings and fly Rest in peace, little Sebastian from Parks and Recreation. What's another fun one? Um, hmm. I know there's some other good ones out here that I would do. How about Hmm. I've done this one before, but it's a classic. Some people say a man is made out of mud. Poor man's made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood and skin and bones. A mind that's a weak and a back that's strong. Load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. I was born one morning and the sun didn't shine Picked up a shovel and I walked to the mine Sixteen tons of number nine coal And the straw boss said, well, bless my soul Now it's sixteen tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go I owe my soul to the company store I was born one morning, drizzling rain, fighting in trouble, my middle name. I was raising the cane, and old mama lion can know a high-toned woman be walking the line. Sixteen tons, what do you get? Another day older, and deeper in debt. 
St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. If you see me coming, man, step aside. Lord, a man did, Lord, a man died. One fish divine, the other a steel. If the rap one don't catch you, the F one way, load 16 tons. What do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me, cause I can't go. I so the company store all right is this the real life is this just fantasy caught in a landslide no escape from reality i don't know why this isn't part of the karaoke but I'll do what they say. I will be obedient. I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy. Just killed a man Put a gun against his head Pulled my trigger, now he's dead Mama Life had just begun But now I'm gone and thrown it all away Mama If I'm not back again this time tomorrow, carry on, carry on, as if nothing really matters. Too late, my time has come. Send shivers down my spine Body's aching all the time Goodbye, everybody I've got to go I've got to leave you all behind And face the truth Mama I don't want to die I sometimes wish I'd never been born at all See a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouze, Scaramouze, bring it to the fandango. Summer for the lighting, very, very frightening me. Mr. Poor Boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Sparing his life from his monstrosity. Easy come, easy go, will you let me go? Bismillah, no, we will not let you go. Bismillah, we will not let you go. Let it go. Bismillah, we will not let you go. Let me go. Let me go. Never, never, never let me go. No, 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 no,
aggressive headbang. So you think you can stall me and spit in my eyes? So you think you can love me and leave me to die? Oh, baby, can't do this to me, baby. Just gotta get out, just gotta get right out of here. I'm not gonna do all this song because yeah. <laughs> I will remember you. I I don't know the tune to that one well enough. <laughs> but that would be really funny if I did. Um Oh. Oh. Matilda, Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela. Five hundred dollars, friends, I lost. What made me sell me cotton horse? Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela. Well, the money was just inside me bed, stuck up in the pillow beneath me head. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, Matilda. Matilda. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, Matilda. Matilda. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Well, my friends, it's never to love again. Only money gone in vain. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, all right, enough of that one. Let's change. Uh, how this?
where the nights are gay and the sun shines daily on the mountain top. I took a trip on a sailing ship and when I reached Jamaica, I made a stop a time. Sad to say I'm on my way, won't be back for many a day. My heart is down, my head is turning around, I had to leave a little girl in Kingston Town. Sounds of laughter everywhere and the dancing girls swinging to and fro. I must declare my heart is there though I've been from Maine to Mexico. But I'm sad to say I'm on my way. Won't be back for many a day. My heart is down, my head is turning around. I had to leave a little girl in Kingston. Salt, salt, salt fish are nice and the rum is fine any time of year But I'm sad to say I'm on my way Won't be back for many a day My heart is down, my head is turning around I had to leave a little girl in Kingston Town Oh, by the way, um, Monday, a couple of days ago, was my 21st birthday, so this is my first episode that I'm doing as a 21-year-old. So, that's fun. I don't think I'm allowed to bring alcohol in this room, though. So, I, will, I wish I could. Unless I make a mistake. Maybe I'm mistaken. But, I don't. I won't. Belafonte, but I'm not seeing the ones I want to do. Okay, and I could just sing without accompaniment, but it's more fun when you have something behind you. Um, of course they have Dale, but I don't really want to do that one right now. I know. I know what to do. All right. Time, time, see what's become of me. Okay, let's do one where time, 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 see what's become of me while I look at all. I was so hard to please But look around, leaves are brown now And the sky is a hazy shade of winter To the Salvation Army band Down by the riverside It's bound to be a better ride Than what you've got planned Carry your cup in your hand and look around, leaves are brown now And the sky is a hazy shade of winter Here to your hopes, my friend 
done this one too but it's worth doing again may I have your attention please may I have your attention please will the real Slim Shady please stand up I repeat will the real Slim Shady please stand up we're gonna have a problem here 
Y'all act like you've never seen a white person before. Jaws on the floor, like Pam and Tommy just perch in the door. Start whooping her ass worse than before. They were divorced, throwing her own furniture in the return of. Oh, wait, no, you're kidding. He didn't just say what I think he did, did he? And Dr. Dre said, Nothing, you idiots. Dr. Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. Feminist woman laughing at him. Chicka, 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 slim shady. I'm sick of him. Look at him walking around grabbing his you-know-what, flipping the you-know-who. Yeah, but he's so cute, though. Yeah, I probably got a couple of screws up in my head loose, but no worse than what's going on in your parents' bedroom. Sometimes I want to get on TV and just let loose, but can't, but it's cool uh, for Tom Green to hump a dead moose. My bum is on your lips, my bum is on your lips. And if I'm lucky, I might just give a little kiss. And that's the message that we deliver to little kids. I expect them not to know what a woman's clitoris is. Of course they're going to know what intercourse is. By the time they hit fourth grade, they got Discovery Channel, don't they? We ain't nothing but mammals. Well, some of us cannibals who cut other people open like cantaloupes. But if we can hump out dead animals and antelopes, then there's no reason that a man and another man can't elope. But if you feel like I feel I got the antidote, woman, have your pantyhose and a chorus and a gorumption. Shady, yes, I'm the real shady. All you other slim shadies are just a nut. So won't the real slim shady please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady, all you other Slim Shadies are just a mud game, so won't the real Slim Shady please stand up, please stand up, please stand up. Will Smith still got a customer who's raps to sell records? Well, I do, so fuck him and fuck you too. You think I give a damn about a Grammy? Half your critics can't even stomach me, let alone stand me. But Slim, what if you win? Wouldn't it be weird? Why, you guys could just lie and get me here? So you can sit me here next to Britney Spears? Yo, shit, Christina Aguilera better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst and hear him argue over who gave head first. Little bitch put me on blast on MTV. Yeah, he's cute, but I kind of think he's married to Kim. I just downloaded audio on MP3 and show you the whole world how you gave Eminem BD. I'm sick of you little girl and boy groups. All you do is annoy me, so I have been sent here to destroy you. And there's a million of us just like me who cuss like me, who just don't give a fuck like me, who just like me, walk, talk, and act like me. It just might be the next best thing, but it's not quite me. I'm too shady, yes, I'm the real shady. All the slim shades are just in my team. So walk the real slim shade. Please stand up, please stand up, please stand up. I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady, all you other Slim Shadies are just in my things. I walk the real Slim Shady, please stand up, please stand up, please stand up. I'm about to trip to listen to it cause I'm only giving you things you joke about with your friends inside your living room. The only difference is I got the balls to say it. In front of y'all I don't gotta be false or sugarcoated at all. I just get on the mic and spit it and whether you like to admit it I just shed it. Your 90th cent of rappers out can you wonder how kids eat up these albums. Like Valium it's funny cause at the rate I'm going when I'm 30 I'll be the only person in the nursing home flirting. Pinching nurses asses when I'm j jacking off with Jurgens and I'm jerking off with this bag of Viagra isn't working and every single person is a slim shady lurking he could be working at burger rings spitting on your engine rings or in the parking lot circling screaming I don't give a fuck with his window down his system's up so with a real slim shady please stand up and put those fingers on his each hand and be proud to be out of your mind and out of control and one more loud as you loud as you can does it go I'm slim shady yes I'm the real shady all the other slim shades are just in my dick oh the real slim shady please stand up please stand up please stand up I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady All you other Slim Shadies are just in my tank You are the real Slim Shady Please stand up, stand up, please stand up I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady All you other Slim Shadies are just in my tank You are the real Slim Shady Please stand up, please stand up, please stand up I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady All you other Slim Shadies are just in my tank You are the real Slim Shady Please stand up, please stand up, please stand up Guess there's some shit in all of us. Fuck it. Let's all stand up. All right. That's enough karaoke. I was gonna play one more thing here. You know the best thing I can hear on television? We interrupt this program. <laughs> you know the worst thing I can hear? No one was hurt. Ah, shit, no one's hurt. I get depressed, you know, because I'm always rooting for a really high death toll. That's why I like the natural disasters, the big natural disasters that no one can control. Tornado, hurricane, earthquake. Tornadoes are great because there's hardly any warning, you know, so you can get in there and fucking nail some people in their sleep. <laughs> Another nice thing about a tornado, no one can find their cat. <laughs> Which I think is fucking interesting. 
I like all that shit. Tidal wave, volcano, monsoon, forest fire, avalanche, a famine, huh? Come on, you can't beat a fucking famine. The best thing about a famine is it lasts a long time, sometimes more than one generation. So you could wind up with a couple of million dead motherfuckers, you know? To me, you can never have too many dead people. That's why, you know what my favorite disaster would be? And Jesus, I pray for one of these. An asteroid. A big fucking asteroid. And I mean big, never mind this shit that destroyed the barn. I'm talking about a big hunk of rock the size of Minnesota. A flaming asteroid the size of Minnesota screaming through the atmosphere and smashing right into boom. Hey, Minnesota, huh? What the fuck? You can never have too many dead people. And I don't care who gets killed, I don't care who it is. As long as it's not me. Or someone close to me. Although to tell you the truth, if it's a nice big disaster, something good, the people close to me are on their own. <laughs> Fuck them. It's not my responsibility. And I know what you're thinking. You're saying, well, that's all very cute and clever, George, but you'd feel a whole lot different if one of your loved ones ever got killed. And I think, no, I wouldn't. It's kind of random to show. All right. So that's the show for today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, people of Earth. This has been Chris Wright. It's been Lit Fam. Namaste. Point Counterpoint. KUSD University St. Thomas Campus Radio. Later.